While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Classroom Brew. This one is regular. We, we are we are drinking back for this one. We have one of those canned mojitos. the The last episode was a commute cast, uh, like a car cast, but just myself on my commute home. <laughs> Unlike in past ones, it was next level. So thanks for, for if you listen to that one. Thanks for sticking with me through it. Um, that was for sure an interesting uh, experience to to do an episode in in that type of recording environment by myself and i feel like every time we've done a car cast it's usually pitch black <laughs> and i know brian has like the the tint the super dark tinted uh windows and i do not have super dark tinted windows so um I'm, what i'm trying to say is i'm very brave <laughs> um so cheers if you're drinking along with this one um <clears throat> Cheers to you, and, and thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. But um, my name is Ryan, if you don't know, or if you do know me, fantastic. I'm a teacher, a coach, instructional coach, and run this podcast. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to Lish, James, Cindy, Melinda, Sabrina, Leslie, Leo, and Adam. Those are our Patreon members. Uh, and basically, they get access to uh, bonus content for the podcast. They have some voting power on some things that we do and different types of content that we get into. They also get some podcast merch, like we have t-shirts and koozies and shot glasses and all that stuff. Uh, so again, that's patreon.com slash classroom brew. Um, to, uh, to open up on this one, uh, we're going to start on a slightly serious note. Uh, if you haven't heard about this teacher that was uh, shot by an elementary school, I think he was like six years old. This was in, in Virginia. Uh, it's a pretty sad story. The teacher is okay and is more recently recovering, but the the parents spoke out for the first time uh, really just a few days ago, and I had some thoughts. So if you're not sure, this is from ABC News, the, the national, or I'm sorry, Good Morning America, which is ABC, but uh, let's, let's see what you guys think. Now to the latest in that alarming story of the six-year-old Virginia boy who shot his teacher. His family is breaking their silence, speaking for the first time since the shooting. Janae Norman has the details. Good morning, Janae. Michael, good morning. This story had so many people talking. The family now saying their heart goes out to their son's teacher and that she selflessly served her students and thanking her for her courage, grace, and sacrifice. They say their family has been committed to responsible gun ownership and keeping firearms out of the reach of children. So and let's just point out, <laughs> the, the parents, and I'm not trying to just like blame the parents here but if they're committed to responsible gun ownership and shit like that it's kind of like it's like crocodile tears right you know because it already happened they already were irresponsible in whatever way shape or form to the point where the kid got the gun and shot the teacher like what do you mean you're like okay now moving forward like that's our bad we're gonna from now on we're going to really make sure that no more teachers get shot. 
There are so many questions that remain over how that gun got into the hands of a child. Yeah. This morning, regret for the family of the first grader accused of shooting his teacher. Let's just pause on the, the insanity of this. And this is not like a, a laughing matter. I know we are a, a comedy education slash teacher podcast, but this is literally like, the, like a, a first grader did this. The absolute insane, like we, there's already the, the number one fear in schools with school shooters, and there have been many instances, unfortunately, way too many. And now a six-year-old, the student doing that. Oh, victim, she's been shot in the abdomen as well as a through and through into the hand. The nation stunned earlier this month when Newport News, Virginia police responded to Richneck Elementary School for a six-year-old who'd opened fire. The what an insane sense. Which, and I, and from what I understand, after she was already shot, uh, she was still trying to get the rest of the students out and try to corral this student. I don't, there's not much that I know about it, but even with all of that, just the selfless nature of what this teacher is doing, like for sure, it saved a lot of lives that day with what she did. Emily now revealing in a statement to ABC News, our son suffers from an acute disability and was under a care plan at the school that included his mother or father attending school with him and accompanying him to class every day. And I don't know what that care plan is or what that 504 might be, IEP slash 504, but uh, likely both. But if it's a minor thing, but it still requires a daily attendance thing for the parent or some adult, that seems like it's a little more severe than they're letting on. And also the fact that they weren't there. The week of the shooting was the first week when we were not in class with him. We will regret our absence on this day for the rest of our lives. Yeah, Police say the first grader took his mother's legally purchased 9mm handgun How? from home and fired one round at 25-year-old Abigail Zwerner as she and taught the elementary She's new in the profession. 25. Students. It, it felt like... Some There's a part about <laughs> another student's parent talking about uh, fearing for her daughter. That the we'll, student we'll had a there. weapon, even searched his was secured. Police still yeah. the family telling ABC News they have been cooperating with local and federal law enforcement, adding that the firearm our son accessed was secured. Clearly it wasn't. Whether the kid knew the combination or they fucked up once, it doesn't matter. It was don't try to you know it happened. Clearly it wasn't. Just take the L and the repercussions. Police still investigating how the six-year-old got a hold of the gun and questions mounting after school leaders told parents they got a tip that the student had a weapon, even searched his backpack, but didn't find the firearm before Zwerner was shot. Now I want to point out too, there's the, the school is saying that they did that. Now I don't know if they actually did, but if you ask me at this point, whether it's the, the parents of this kid whether it's the school district, whether it's the security, you know, what should you call it, if they have security there, the principal themselves, whoever, this teacher better get all the money, all of it. And not just money for like the medical bills, because that goes without saying this should be covered. That's for sure workman's comp, the most fucked up, worst kind of workman's comp situation you could have. But also the psychological trauma. And also get paid after that. Shouldn't have to work a day in her life. She, she's retired. 
She should be able to retire off the, you know, whatever she gets from this settlement. I don't know if she is, but a 25-year-old, anyone at that age, just all the money, all the money. I don't know who, like, lawyer up, get somebody. This is where, like, like, no loyalty to the district, to the school, get Paid. Terrified parents and faculty members voiced frustrations at a recent school board meeting. I send my kids to school and find myself praying to God that they will return home safely. And, and for the teachers and back home uh, recovering. But guys, it is the... So glad that she is back home recovering. I know it's not a, not a comedic thing to, to open up with, so I apologize for that. But just that the a, a teacher was shot and the fact that this is... Ah... Uh, so the parents, the school district or the, the security people, whoever it is, there are so many people. We talk all the time on this podcast about a lack of support for teachers. And in this case, it got a teacher shot. And the teachers still did their job. And they probably still asked for her lesson plans when she was out. So I don't know. Just, you know, so a big shout out to um, one, Good Morning America, um, but also to this teacher. But uh, well, let's see what uh... <clears throat> I don't know if it's you know I'm not gonna go ahead and put uh, uh, her her name out there because I'm I'm sure it's already out there I don't want to you know perpetuate uh, perpetuate that I and mean, I'm sure her privacy is already destroyed and I'm sure she has lawyers from the school district and the school all the way you know you know invading her her privacy and and trying to get a hold of her and all that stuff so that's that's probably enough but uh, 25 years old and going through all that so. Uh, you know, keep your keep her in your thoughts, and uh, I hope that we see you know some positive storylines about how this moves forward, and um, you know, in addition to not bothering her about lesson planning and and shit like that while she's recovering, I hope that the adults do the right thing here so that she doesn't have to go herself to a lawyer to take care of this because that's absolutely absurd um, and really unfortunate. But um, anyway. A nice little um, uh, segue here is that we've uh, mentioned a couple of times now that I now have a, a student teacher. His name is Hayden, and he began on the oh geez, day after MLK Day, so that was a Tuesday. And uh, I'm honestly, I'm very pleasantly surprised, not for all groups, but for some groups, I'm very pleasantly surprised with how they have received the reception that Hayden has received in his first like four or five days at the time I'm recording this, at least, um, where it's almost like, I, I feel like they're, while I'm still uh, in the lead and, and he is observing, I feel like they're they're finally, like, getting it. And maybe it's more a dog and pony show because there's another adult in there. Maybe they're starting to realize, like, oh, we can't claim that it's just, you know, <laughs> his issue anytime there is some sort of an issue that I call them to task on. But uh, I feel like everyone's been very warm, and I mean the students, adults as well, of course, Everyone's been very warm and uh, willing to ask for help. And you know, there are a couple have, that have uh, um, essentially complained a little bit about like, you're not going to teach us. And I get it. But um, I feel very confident. Uh, Hayden seems very sharp, uh, very motivated. And, and I think it'll be a good experience. And I'll be there every step of the way. It was cool meeting with uh, the field instructor for, for Hayden at, at, uh, at UIC. And uh, I don't know this field instructor. Well, now I do, but being on the other side of it is pretty fun and, and interesting. Um, and, and hopefully, I know UIC, which is, again, my alma mater for 
uh, my master's degree, and this is the same program that Hayden is doing. I know that that staff is, uh, as of right now, they are on strike uh, and have been for a minute now. So I'm hoping that that, you know, seems like a bad time for your your student teaching advisor slash seminar uh, professor to be on strike. Uh, Just cause I support that strike and what they're going for. But for Hayden's sake and anyone else in that cohort, it's, I feel bad. Uh, Hopefully I've done enough so far to kind of bridge that gap and, and give him a good experience. But um, uh, I, I know for sure I've had to already step in a little bit to try to protect him before he even gets a chance to start because there's going to be another like network instructional core walk where they just come in and pretend like they're going to observe us and give us real feedback, but they just give us fake feedback. But it's a lot of adults coming into your room and it can sometimes be a little bit, you know, uh, cumbersome. I feel like in my first couple of years, I would have been a little bit nervous, but uh, now like I'm not, I'm not dog and pony, ponying, showing it, whatever you want to call it. But the day that they're going to come is literally the first day that Hayden will be taking the lead. <laughs> so it's the one time where normally I'm just like, yeah, you can come to my room. Sometimes if she's asking for volunteers to ease the burden on other classrooms, I'll volunteer for them to come to my room. Uh, but this is the one time that I was like, hey, can you not like, <laughs> and luckily at the uh, department chair meeting um, when I was, you know, requesting this of my principal there was someone someone from the network that would be on that core walk that was like yes I, we will we, we will stay away uh i can't speak for my colleagues but i know for me personally i wouldn't do that to a student teacher um it's also it would just be a waste of time they would not be getting a sense of what it's like at the school uh and, and you could argue that well it's under the the leadership of one of your teachers that this student teacher is uh running a classroom but it would be the first day. So it's only based off of, you know, observations and and things like that. Uh, Some of the co-taught stuff that we've kind of implemented a little bit, like doing rubrics alongside each other, uh, helping students with some stuff, uh, bouncing off ideas during instruction. Like there's not as much that I've been able to influence quite yet aside from, um, you know, the model, for lack of a better word, that I've, uh, the exemplar, for lack of a better word, that I've tried to put out there, uh, but hopefully given enough variety, uh, because it's so early. Let's see, you shouldn't be in there. And so I, I hope that's not the case. Maybe I'll have to step in. I'm sure I'll have to be, I'll, I'll be in the room because I'll be there the first, you know, handful of times at least uh, to kind of make sure things run smoothly before I sort of leave him to, to be solo so they get used to him as a solo teacher. But uh, I'll, I might have to police a little bit and say, no, no, you are not coming in here right now. <laughs> you are not ruining this for him. Um, I've already kind of had to uh, like cross my fingers and cringe my teeth with some adults that are like, just don't make him jaded. Just let him, <laughs> let him keep this optimism. I know there's so many fucked up things in, in our district, but just please don't, <laughs> don't give that, that look behind the curtain quite yet. It's the first week. Just please, just, just, just don't. <laughs> But uh, we'll see. Um, anyway, uh, there, there's been this big uh, push, and I agree with this. We've been doing this to send out or to call out for some more positive communication um, related to students. Now, I, I recently followed up on some negative uh, feedback that I gave to a parent. This is a parent that never called back, never you know responded to voicemails, never picked up. Uh, and so I resorted to email because there's, you know, this is a student that just for context, barely passed semester one, like we're talking like a, a D 
like 60% on the dot um, and still exhibiting some of those, you know, problematic behaviors. So I said like, you know, like, hey, hope, hope things are going well. As you know, the new semester started, you know, I'm seeing some things that I'm a little bit worried about. I want to try to be proactive here so we can, you know, get him on track and keep him on track because it's, you know, the standard is raised between, you know, semester one to semester two. Um, and the response I initially got was, because I was requesting a parent conference to, you know, really nip this in the bud. And the response I got to this, like, you know, seven sentence email was, thank you for informing me from the parent. All that effort, all that time, and all I get is, thank you for informing me. So I have to send a follow-up saying like, okay, so uh, appreciate the response, but, you know, we're really trying to, you know, work together to, you know, get your, your son on track. Do you, do you mind like letting us know a couple of dates? We can be flexible. Like, let's, can we do this? And I'm just going to read you the response that I got. I am going to change the name of the student, of course, for, for obvious reasons, but see if you can pick up the moments that I internally screamed. So it says, hello, my next day off is Thursday. You sent me a long email about Joseph. Uh, I'm not sure why I have to come hear you repeat the same thing. I can punish him uh, at home on my part. Joseph, I forgot the fake name I used. Johnny is aware of what you have said, and I talked with him yesterday about it. Send him to detention for your punishment, wrong form of your. He has to do better. If he was doing bad last semester, then you should have informed me. Uh, with uh, I don't not with till he has not wait. I think until he has an F already. I'm not sure what kind of teaching system you have to wait till he is failing and want me to miss a day's pay. Then goes on to say what type of work she does for 12 hours a day and that the days off are limited. And then she goes. Uh, you knew he was failing when you came back Christmas break. <sighs> Thanks again. And so, in my head, the initial response is, fuck you. Also, your reading comprehension. Things make more sense. But I have to try as best I can, even with some subtext, to just respond back. To just, and, and I address her, you know, by her, her title and, and last name, you know, to be respectful, but I will not say that on the podcast. But I go, uh, quote unquote, this is my fuck you. Subtext, teaching system assumptions aside, the purpose of a parent conference is not to repeat myself. A parent conference for this situation is where administration, student, teacher, and parent create a plan to keep a student back on track for the rest of the year, not just temporarily. He passed semester one, and voicemails were left at the numbers we have on file to inform the home when he had some behavioral issues and academic concerns throughout said first semester. He was on a fresh start after winter break. As we started a new semester, so my email was a proactive attempt to help Jeffrey, whatever the fake name was, not a last-minute effort, quote, now that he is failing, end quote. I literally contacted you immediately when the issue popped up in our brand new semester. I appreciate you talking with Johnny. I hope he gets back on track. At this point, I will proceed on my own. We do not need to discuss this further. Fuck you is the subtext there. 
And to be honest with you, maybe I'm flexing my tenure a little bit right here, but fuck off. And the nice thing is I made sure to CC uh, my principal in this because uh, her response just went to me. So I made sure to keep this in the loop and keep this all above water. But the nice thing is, and I got to hand it to my principal, and I'm sure she knew what my subtext meant because she knows how I normally email. And she knows that this has been a frustrating year for this particular student. And she knows that this parent has been a real thorn in everyone's fucking side. So my principal responds, <laughs> anyone can, on file can come to the meeting. Progress reports are sent home every five weeks. You can also see grades virtually 24 hours a day uh, via parent portal. The conference's CPS policy to ensure that there is a face-to-face -face conference to collaboratively, collaboratively create a plan to hopefully make things better. It doesn't have to be long, but it is part of the process. A new semester has started. He has created an opportunity to earn the second semester credit if he makes the changes that are needed. It is not too late, but now is the time to make the changes. Report cards for semester one were sent, and then she gave the date. Mr. F, please send him the work via Google Classroom, which is already on there, which is just the best when you get that support from admin. So I know I started this, uh, this I must a chapter, I started this episode talking about how there's always a lack of support. But in this case, we got that support from the principal. It was great. And to be honest, I had a conversation with my principal about my subtext, just being like, yeah, I know I had some subtext there. But she was like, no, no, it, honestly, she didn't pick up on it anyway. And I would have done the same. So in this case, we are we start low, we end high. It's got a nice, positive, happy ending there. And I followed up a week later. Again, I'm being so proactive, even though she claims I'm being an asshole and I have a shit teaching system. Fuck you, by the way, to her. And I respond later. I send a separate email, rather, to just follow up, give her a nice, well-rounded thing to say, hey, and this is me, like, gritting my teeth with, like, you know, that fake smile, uh, but still trying to, like, promote that positivity. Just being like, hey, he's doing so much better this week. He's still failing because he isn't, you know, there's only so much that you can do in you know, a few days' time. But I really appreciate, it seems like he's really turning it around. I really appreciate the work you're doing at home. Keep it up. Please keep it up. Uh, that's, that's where I'm at right now. Um, <laughs> but anyways, big shout out to admin this week. We're going to give principals and assistant principals and deans their credit um, with supporting teachers, which is a rarity, and I feel fortunate for that but just the audacity of this fucking parent. Um, now, I, I want to point out too, I'm not, I'm not trying to say like shame on her for not being willing to go to a parent conference. You saw in my, uh, my response, I let that go pretty quickly because uh, I understand that financially, you, know, you, don't, you never want to assume that it's just you know, easy to show up. So I dropped that part, but it's more so like the, Oh, you have to wait until I can show. Fuck you! It's been a whole fucking year. Also, you don't even know what my teaching style. It just—it was so rude. Um, so I'm meeting it. I'm responding, you know, with the subtext that makes me feel satisfied that it's not just you know customer service voice all the time. Even though for most people that read it, and in this case, her case, I know her reading comprehension isn't great. She did not even you know went way over her head with the the subtext. She did not, by the way, respond to my email uh, from the end of the week, thanking her for her efforts and giving her that update, which was positive in nature. So likely that uh, parent to teacher uh, relationship is soured forever, but man, I hope she shows up for report card pickup slash parent teacher conferences because, oh man, um, 
just like the one where the parent uh, admitted they never checked voicemails and that power dynamic where she thought she had it when it flipped and I could just go, oh, uh, man, I hope it happens in person. I promise I'm not like an egomaniac with this shit, but uh, wow, it rubbed me the wrong way, especially because I'm really coming in with the best of intentions every single year, but especially this semester to make sure everything is positive for you know my student teacher to take over a nice, positive, warm environment and not a shitbox. But you know what? The parents, they can, I don't teach them, right? Uh, and if they pay their taxes, I guess at the end of the day, I kind of win because, you know, I pay these taxes too, but they're also paying into my, my salary. So who's, who's winning at the end of the day, huh? It's the one time I was team uh, Bezos after learning who she worked for. But anyways, thank you guys so much. I'm going to call it right there. But uh, if you are not subscribed to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash classroom brew for that bonus content. Of course, all our audio and, and uh, stuff on YouTube is free. Uh, so that's just at Classroom Brew on all those social medias, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube, or whatever. Uh, if you are not someone that has listened before, I appreciate you checking us out. Uh, I would encourage you to check out some older episodes and obviously some future episodes, but also spread the word. Um, and if you're a loyal fan, loyal listener, I appreciate that. Uh, that means so much. Hopefully it's been you know a good addition to your commute, to your workout, to your sitting in the classroom, waiting during a prep. Maybe it's in an earbud and you're pretending to, you know, <laughs> pay attention while you're in a meeting or something like that. That would be the ultimate, uh, that would be the ultimate uh, uh, show of appreciation for the podcast. <laughs> you're in some professional development, some PD or, or a meeting, but you're actually listening to Classroom Brew uh, subtly. With AirPods, it's so much easier to do that too. So anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you. And until next week, class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew.